Hey, welcome back to the show. Uh, uh, late last week, I got a call from the Daily Hive, uh, the website, and uh, they had called about wanting to talk to me. And I would think, why would the Daily Hive want to talk to me? And then, of course, they reminded me one year ago this week, uh, one two punch of strong winds and blowing snow swept across BC's south coast, arriving just in time for the afternoon rush. Travel by air and sea was also affected by cancellations from BC ferries and several airports, including Vancouver International, where one passenger jet slid off a taxiway. Now, Snowmageddon 2022 plummeted highways and byways around Metro Vancouver into commuter chaos. Commuters tried to navigate their way home as the snow piled up. Bridges and key arteries became virtual parking lots and people found themselves stuck in hours-long waits around uh, the lower mainland. Now, some expressed their anger online about unclear roads and an apparent lack of snow tires on many vehicles. Take a listen to that chaos from that night. Tonight, in the Vancouver, B.C. area, the only Canadian city that never prepares for snow or has any idea what to do when snow comes. Classic Vancouver loses its mind when snow hits. I've been stuck on the highway for almost, actually more than seven hours from Richmond to Surrey. And they said that on Alex Fraser there are a couple of buses and somehow that spun out. I totally get that, but seriously, seven hours, you still can't fix it. That's insane. I left my work at four and it's 11.35. Is this a lane? I'm pretty sure it is because I drive this road all the time. That guy's driving with any lights on. Because here we go, in BC, this is what we do. One in the morning, this is what you get. Uh, I got home, I think, at 4.30, uh, and I stayed after the show uh, and thought I'd be smart and have dinner and then drive. I left downtown about 8, so I got home at about 4.30, so a good eight and a half hour commute that day. Well, joining me to discuss whether we've learned anything uh, after last year's mess is Aliyah Andres. She is an intern here at CKNW, a journalism student who had her own crazy experience. Aliyah, welcome. Hello. Thanks Hello for having me. Hello to you. Me. Great to have you here. Also joining us, of course, is Jeremy Judson, our contributor and former Calgary resident, and unlike many Vancouverites, doesn't curl up in the fetal position at the mere sight of snow on the road. So welcome. That's true. Thank you so much. That's very apt. <laughs> so, Leah, let, let me get your thoughts first and foremost. Uh, before you describe your evening, do you think we have learned anything by us, I mean, A, the public and government, just in regards to responding to these snow events? Do you think we've learned anything? Well, you'd think that we have. I mean, you see the salt every year. You see the trucks out plowing, but it just doesn't seem to be enough. Every year we've got crashes. We've got people still not having their snow tires on. Mm -hmm. You'd think that people would get the message, but it's just not sticking, pun intended. So uh, explain to me, what was your night like a year ago this week? Yeah, a year ago today, the snow was aggressively coming down and I was leaving Burnaby, got on the highway from the Willingdon entrance. And uh, before I knew it, I looked down at my phone. My phone is at 1% and my gas tank light is on and it is bumper to bumper slower than snail speed traffic and I thought oh my gosh I'm gonna have to stay on the side of the highway and sleep in my car with nobody to contact and I was just praying to any force above please let me have enough gas just to get to the next exit and I think from Willingdon to Gillardy it took me an hour just sitting in traffic so I finally got off the highway booted it to a gas station, filled up my tank, got a charger, and sought out uh, refuge Sorry, in a uh, McDonald's for a little bit before I could uh, get back on the highway. And that specific day, I had a very important uh, 
uh, appointment for IV antibiotics in Maple Ridge. And that was oh, for geez. 530. And I eventually got there at nine o'clock. Wow. <laughs> so how long was the total commute then? That was probably about five and a half hours. Wow. In- insane. Insane. My God. Uh, now, Jerry, uh, You've watched us from afar as Vancouverites. Uh, you're already making faces. Your thoughts on on us? Is it our, our inability to drive in this city? Is it the fact that we just don't have snow tires? What do you think? Listen, have you guys ever heard of something called the seven degree rule? No. no. Explain that one to me. So uh, winter tires perform best at seven degrees Celsius. Plus seven is when they start working better than all seasons. Heavy quotes. I call them three season tires. All season tires on the road. So seven degrees Celsius. Even if it doesn't snow, your car will stick better to the road at seven degrees Celsius and below if you have those winter tires on. So you shouldn't even look. I'm. You shouldn't even have to look at the weather. Just like it gets cold, put the snow tires on just in case. Just in case. <laughs> That's what totally. I'm saying. And but, that's just wired in your head being able to race. Yeah, absolutely. Formula. That's correct. <laughs> but also, I think, too, part of it is I, you learn not to balk when your car is skidding, I guess, if you just have more snow experience. It's less scary for me when my car starts to lose control and sway which way because you just have to put your car in the direction you would like for it to go and not hit the brakes, and it's totally fine. I've, I used to drive home from work in Calgary. I used to drive on one road, and my, traction, my lack of traction light would just be on on my dash the whole time i'm like yeah no kidding like my wheels are not sticking but you just you figure it out i will also say though the bridges here are nuts the bridges here are no good for snow categorically those cable suspension bridges in particular they get all the snow on them and then they have to close them to clear off the snow it's an actual actual hazard so there are actual worse things about the snow here but driver attitudes i don't know just put your put your flipping snow tires on guys (laughs) i I mean i was a bit skeptical snow tire stuff when that happened the next day in regards to just people calling in but I, i i think more and more you're right about that but my argument is i think we and i won't get into any specific municipality yes i could but a couple of them sent out emails we're prepared for winter this year first of all the fact that you're sending out a press release saying we're prepared that usually is a tell going you didn't need to do that unless you're feeling really insecure about you know your response last year our problem is actually isn't snow necessarily i think it's governance and what i mean by that i'm going to go on my um uh just going to go on that usual rant that i do 21 municipalities run the city right uh, and we got 21 mayors, 21 city councils, 21 different set responses to snow, right? And then you add the Ministry of Transportation for our highways as well. So there's no broad coordination where you could say, you know what, it didn't snow a lot in Poco and Coquitlam, so we're going to take some of those resources, and Vancouver's getting hammered today, we're going to move more of those resources into Vancouver or Surrey, wherever it may be. There isn't that broad uh, sort of strategic response to this stuff. And in, with climate change, it's not just winter weather. It could be summer weather. It could be whatever it may be. We just, first of all, don't govern, govern the region well. So if you're not governing the region well, you're not responding to weather conditions very well, right? You deal with that first. And look at the issue of policing once again. We're having the whole Surrey policing thing. Once about again, to say. Once again, the goal is to get to one police force for the region in some capacity, right? So And Surrey is where this mess is, mess is at the moment. Our snow response should be the same. I mean, last year, I think it was Brad West doing a victory lap going, well, we were prepared. It's Polko. It's great. I'm happy for you. (laughs) But you didn't get hit like uh, Delta did and Richmond did and Vancouver did, right? And that's been our problem, which is all so siloed and isolated that I just, I just, I kind of shake my head and go, we've done nothing really. And I don't, you know, I'm not sure what we could have done in regards to preparing. 
preparing for the next one, but it's going to come. This is a cycle every time. Have we learned? Have we learned? Have we learned? And the answer is generally we don't. So No, not really. Not really. <laughs> but we so, can try our best. We can try. Hey, welcome back to the show. If you're just joining us, we are speaking to Jerry Mayer Judson, our show contributor, and Alia Andres, our uh, intern. We were talking about Snowmageddon 2022. Uh, I guess the one year anniversary technically is Wednesday, but a year uh, this week uh, when we had a uh, commute from hell uh, for a lot of folks. Mine was only eight and a half hours. I think I heard one person took 11 hours to get home. Could you imagine leaving at six o'clock and getting in at 5.30 in the morning? And of course, uh, they're saying it came in quick and, and it happened during rush shower and a thousand one excuses questions have we learned anything can you really prepare for it give us a call on the open line we'd love to hear from you 604-280-9898 star 9898 on your cell phone let's go to karina in coquitlam hi karina yeah hi how are you today i am well thank you how are you i'm doing well uh do you remember snowmageddon 2022 did you get stuck in it oh do i remember (laughs) I was uh, 10 hours on the road. I left work. We were told we could leave an hour, maybe an hour and a half early to try to beat that snowstorm or get ahead of it or something. That was probably the worst advice we could have received. Um, And we got out on the road and I was 10 hours. uh, Where were you uh, commuting from and where are you going? From Coquitlam to North Delta. Oh, wow. Probably the worst, I think. It was, um, yeah, there was just, no, and I'm not somebody who's afraid to travel in the snow. I've driven the highways and up to the mountains many times in my life. I've lived here my entire life, and and uh, but I, I, you know, I do, I have a little. I hate to use the phrase, but PTSD. I'm definitely a little nervous um, for the next one or the next time. That's for sure. Do you? I mean, do you think there's? My argument is that we just don't coordinate as a region very well. Um, I mean, what do you think needs to be done to to improve things as we, as climate change, um, you know, uh, impacts snow to 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 heat, whatever it may be? How do you make things better so you don't have a ten and a half hour commute? Well, there was clearly a lack of communication and a lack of honesty. I mean, the, the day before, or maybe it's a couple days before. When you listen to the Vancouver airport, they made it sound like they had everything running smoothly and there wasn't going to be an issue and everybody was on board and everybody was ready to take on this challenge. And and when you got out there in the day, then you heard nothing but excuses and the lack of communication and the finger pointing and the, yeah, I, I think that you're right, the coordination. We don't communicate in any industry from one floor to the next as well as we probably could and should. And yeah, and, no, you're, uh, that, yeah. you're absolutely right, Karina. Thank you for your call. Um, yeah. What I didn't like is I go back to my original point. You know, there's cities that were taking blame while other mayors from different suburbs were doing a victory lap. We did great. Well, that doesn't solve anything. That doesn't make it better. And if I may, I was a traffic reporter that day. I blessedly I got to work from home, um, but I, I I remember the, the lack of communication and the lack of just saying like we even I as a traffic reporter I had no information apart from people calling in and saying like well the roads are terrible. I'm like uh huh. But then when I looked at the websites for um, say the the people that are supposed to say when the bridges are closed and everything like I was learning this information at the exact same time as the people on the roads. There was no no communication no messaging. Wow. Wow. Let's go to uh, Carrie in Surrey. Hi, Carrie. Hi. Um, I was just going to say, um, 
I used to live in Toronto, like, for a year, and whenever we would drive down the road and there was snow, our friends would go, oh, and someone's pulled over to the side. They're like, oh, look, there's a driver from B.C. Like, <laughs> we, we... That's dude, us. Dude, I, I, I used to laugh because friends would be, like, in October, and I'm, sh- I'm sure from Calgary you do the same, October, November, we're getting ready for the winter. We get ready for the winter by putting socks on with their sandals. Like, we are not prepared at all. And what I laughed about um, Snowmageddon is snow started coming down. Everyone left work at the same time. Like, there was no, like, normal going through driving times, sporadic driving. Everyone left at the same time. That's a so good point. So couldn't handle it because we panic. We can't, we just can't handle the snow. No, we can't. Thank you so much for your uh, call, Carrie. Um, snow tires in Calgary, we've talked about that. So do you have snow tires here in Vancouver then, uh, I surely do, yeah. I had to bring them with me. I'm not going to, I'm like, well, it snows there and the, and the road gets to seven degrees Celsius. I, so I got to adhere to my own annoying rule. So I'm curious, uh, We you've told me that you rent in, in Metrotown. Do you have yeah. space there? I, in theory, I do, but my storage locker is full of the stuff I cannot so fit in my shoebox. The tires live at uh, Cal Tire. This is like what I did in Calgary as well, is I would just put my tires elsewhere, and then they're at the place where they're going to change my tires anyway. That makes me sound like a little bit of a princess, but that's what I do. No, but I think that's, that's I mean, if, if it's, it's real. Like if you're in a, in, a, in a Vancouver 600 square foot apartment or whatever it may be, uh-huh. there's, or no room five, for no tires. there's no room for no tires. <laughs> exactly. You got to put them somewhere, and, and in this case, Cal Tire, so that Totally, uh, totally makes sense. Aliyah, you were mentioning something to me during the break. Uh, just changing tires too, right? I mean, just yeah. just being prepared, whether it be just an emergency kit, a blanket, or even having a knowledge how to change tires. <laughs> totally. I mean, um, like, let's just say you're on the snowy highway or anything and, you know, tire pops and you're just like, well, now I'm going to be really stuck if I don't get this other <laughs> spare tire on here. And like you were saying, like, knowing how to change a tire, like, that should be something that we learn in school, right? Yeah. Because that's a real skill that if you don't know how to do that and you're somewhere where, you know, you don't have cell service or like me, your phone's at 1%, it's not going to be super good. <laughs> no, exactly. Thank you. Both of you. You're welcome so much.